Welcome to the Underappreciated Movie Podcast, where four friends discuss movies that they love, but nobody else does. Hello, welcome back to the podcast. Hello. I'm Elaine. I'm Carly. John. Tony. Each of us has picked a specific movie Uh, genre. I have horror thriller. I have science fiction fantasy. I have drama and romance. Action adventure. We take turns selecting from our movie genres, movies that in our opinions have not received the respect they deserve. You won't see any of these films on anyone's top ten list, but maybe by listening to our podcast, you can give them a second chance. Today's pick on the podcast is John's pick. This is my Thanksgiving pick, gobble, gobble, gobble. Conan the Barbarian? Because there's two snakes, they're like this. <laughs> so, before I tell you what my pick is, I have to tell you this. So I was at um, work. I, at work, and ran to a buddy of mine, and we were talking about movies and stuff, and I was like, what about to tell you that I was looking for a symbol? It was either a rising sun or a moon or something, and it had two snakes, and they were like this. Face each other. He looked at me, and Deadpan goes, Conan. <laughs> <laughs> but he didn't do the Arnold impression. I didn't do the Arnold impression. I he did just two did. snakes like this, and he, Arnold, yeah. got me Conan. And there was a girl standing there. She's like, I have no idea what you're talking about. I would have said the same thing two weeks ago. <laughs> now, now you will forever know. Three months from now, one of us will ask you, hey, Carly, what if I were to tell you I was looking for a rising sun symbol and two snakes facing each other like this? And you would be like, it's not, it's not just it's like this. I will tell you. You also know the riddle you'd of steel. You'd be like, thrown out of Bahala by Krom. The yeah, goal right. of this podcast, I think, may have been achieved last night. <laughs> oh, really? My family had Thanksgiving, uh-huh. and there was a movie discussion in there you which go. I had seen almost every single movie that was brought up. <laughs> oh, you like added to the discussion? Quite a few of them were on the podcast. Mostly, I said, Elaine picked that for the podcast. Oh, we did that on the podcast. <laughs> but I knew <laughs> what they were talking about. <laughs> well, might I say, speaking for the group here, you're welcome. <laughs> Look at Carly not being left out of the conversation. Well, speaking of, of today's conversation. conversation. <laughs> I picked 1990's My Blue Heaven. I know what you're going to say. That's not an action movie. Yes, but it's an adventure. I don't know if any gets a lot of action. <laughs> you know, it's dangerous to be in this Dean. We all can pick comedies. So Yeah, there's that too. You can just pick comedies yeah. if you want to. And so, um, this got a 6.3 on IMDb. A 71% on Rotten Tomatoes. I didn't check the other score because fuck it. 2.5 on Real Views. And here it is. Metacritic. 35. I think this is their first comedy. Isn't it? Our first comedy? Yours. Oh, my first comedy, yeah. Unless you count Cannonball Run 2. Oh, Oh, yeah. We also did... Which I don't think everybody does. (laughs) movie that you did. Did The the mobster dude spoof movie. Was it... Oh, Johnny Dangerously. Yeah, that was a comedy. All right, so I'm old hand. Okay, that's it. Look, so the thermometer is 71%, but the audience score is only 59 yeah, still. It's weird. Metacritic to get you there. What's wrong with these people? I don't know, but Metacritic hasn't let me there down in a while. There's 16,000 user ratings to make that audience score 59%. 16,000. 16,000. That's more people then saw that last Image in Poots movie. That's a lot. That's a <laughs> lot of... movie them seen all the Image in Poots movies. <laughs> That's a lot of people who decided they needed to the rate on this the movie yeah. on Rotten Tomatoes. I've decided I'm going to become a movie producer, and I'm casting one actress only. Yeah, she, good call. She's she, on the rise. She's going to re- replace, um, what's her name, for as Captain Marvel. 
Well, she'd Brie be a Larson? great Captain Marvel. Sure. That's not going to take a lot of convincing. <laughs> doesn't seem like anybody likes her anymore. Oh, Brie Larson? Yeah. yeah. Well, she's, she's fine. No, even she's though. made a bunch of public statements to make her look really bad. And even she's the, fine. Even like the Avengers didn't care for her, apparently. Yeah. Evidently. Yeah. But anyway, let's talk she's about it. She's just fine. Yeah, she's fine. All right, so she's this a movie, person like everyone else. She's just fine. S-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-H-
Just, I don't think that qualifies. No, at no. All. Just just to make Carly watch baseball, <laughs> and so we can talk about spaceballs. All right. Um, we have our what two hundredth episode coming up. Hey, I thought we, we picked a movie to do for that. Can we talk about that later? <laughs> Yeah, I can't remember what it was. Well, I thought we were going to do Independence Day in the middle of the winter. Also starring Joan Cusack. It was Armageddon. <laughs> you may recognize her from all of the John Cusack movies. Yeah. Like, yeah. Unfortunately, they're a double pair. Yeah. That is his Has she been a, Have we done anything else with Joan Cusack? I feel like we have. Adam's Family Values. Uh, I was going to say. She, ah. something. she was in another one we did, I thought. Uh, High Fidelity. Yeah. yeah. I really want to do toys at some point, so she'll be back. Because <laughs> you want to do LL Cool J? You know I love LL Cool J. And I just like that movie. It's ridiculous. I love... I won't tell you all the things. Also, okay, I'll we'll, save that for hey, why don't we talk about that? when I decide I want to torture Tony by making him watch toys. I haven't <laughs> seen it in a long time. LL Cool J is genius. The last person I have on my list is um, Bill Irwin, who is Kirby, Barney's partner. And he's been in everything. Yeah. So welcome back to the podcast. Yeah, like I said, everything. What else? What was he in? Popeye. Oh, yeah. <laughs> He's the guy they squish in the bar. I remember that. All right. So here's a review for you. I'm going to let you know if this is going to the bad one. You let me know. Okay. Here, here's the, um, this is by FFE2114. It's very original. Okay. But the headline is best movie ever. If you haven't seen this movie, do it with Two exclamation points. Wow. Mm-hmm. It's absolutely fantastic. Steve Martin in his best role ever. Wow. <laughs> if you don't like it, God forbid. I don't want to know about it. <laughs> All right. Here's another review. Uh-huh. I had to look. There was no one out of tens. So here's a two out of hmm. See? That'll tell you something. This is by E-M-I-N-K-L-1-8. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm not sure why I did this to myself. <laughs> <laughs> Life in the Witness Protection Program for a loudmouth ex-mafia informant, and it is boring. Uh, strangely, this serves as a counterpart of sorts to Martin Scorsese's epic Goodfellas. That's because it's directly based on Henry Hill. They both are. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Yep. And actually, one line in this movie, um, actually, Henry Hill said to his lawyer. Hmm. And when we get to that, I'll let you know. Uh, but he goes on a little bit here with some dribble and finishes up with... Vacant and dull, pointless and meaningless. It's offensive in lengths it takes to be inoffensive. And this guy can kiss both sides of my ass. Hey, what did you think going in there, Tony? I was like, I haven't seen this probably since I watched it in the theater. 1990? Yeah. So, I'll watch it again. It's one of those movies that was rolling around. I kind of wanted to see it again, but I just never did sat down and watched it. It's like the last couple picks I've had has been a lot of times, like, I want to watch that. A lot of times your movies are that. They're like, did, eh, I want to watch Did you it, like but. secretly like cut open Tony's brain and you just pull out the list of stuff that Tony's considering watching and just go down? Is that how you're picking? I did have that score on my head. I was wondering. Uh, uh, <laughs> you said come uh, over and hit me with that club. and then Carly? It was chloroform. <laughs> I said, I don't know what to expect. (laughs) I never heard of this movie until you picked it. Whoa! I don't know what to expect, but I do tend to like Steve Martin. Well, who doesn't? He's just cross. Lynch, bring us home. I haven't seen this in a couple years. I was happy to see it again. It's one of the a movie I have previously always enjoyed. The soundtrack is banging, and (laughs) but the dialogue on this is great. But my favorite version of the the of the titular "My Blue Heaven" is done by Harry Connick Jr. Yeah, but it's been that's one of those classic songs that's just been redone over and over by a bunch of crooners. It's fantastic. Yeah, well, it's, it's a staple. It's like Mac the Knife. Mm-hmm. 
It's real good. All right, so the movie opens to the sounds of My Blue Heaven. Hey, isn't that a blanky name? <laughs> I believe Fats Domino. Yeah, what does that sound like? A little something like that. All right, and we see um, some nice clouds in the little road scene. And before we start, I got to tell you this. I have a note here, and I don't know why I have it down here. Originally, Steve Martin was supposed to play Barney Coopersmith. Who was supposed to play Vinny? Huh. Arnold Schwarzenegger. What? Oh, <laughs> oh no. <laughs> Wait, no. That Austrian mafia you hear so much about? <laughs> and he dropped out of the project to do a little movie called Kindergarten Cop. Which I have seen. Hmm. <laughs> which was good choice. Which was a good choice. Good choices were made by all. So when they couldn't get Arnold anymore, they decided to have a little guy called John Travolta fill the role. I'm like, I can get behind that. I can yeah. get behind that. That would be a good movie. But he dropped out to do Look Who's Talking Too. Not a good choice. <laughs> Bad choices were made there. Because I well, would have enjoyed the John Travolta. He was so far down for him to do Pulp Fiction. Well, if he had done this, he might not have been a Pulp Fiction. We don't know what the money situ- situation was. He may have been right. getting two for this and ten for Look Who's Either Talking Either way. Nobody should have turned this down to do look who's talking to. If he had done this, I mean, you're making money. Done Pulp Fiction, Pulp but Fiction I, I mean, Steve Martin. Steve Martin is a man of many tales. I could have seen him as the Barney Cooper Smith, I and I could have seen John Travolta in this role. Yeah, that would have been, that would have been an awesome movie. But after the, you know, they couldn't get Travolta. Steve Martin said, "Hey, I'll play Vinny." Let's just, you know, and why don't we have a just put a lot of bronzer on me. <laughs> <laughs> and he's not very effective in his Italian fitness. Mm-mm. Of his New York fitness, I guess. Really <laughs> All right, so anyway. So Barney's car pulls up, and he tries to get out of the car. But what happens? Fucker leaves his seatbelt on. It's an ongoing thing. a few thing. times. Yeah, he does, have you ever got, have you ever not put, taken your seatbelt off before you got out of your car? No, no. never. Really? I, I think maybe I have. I have. I know I have. Like, I just had all the shit I had to pick up. You gather it all up, and you forgot to unbuckle? Yeah. Well, Barney gets out, and Vinny and, and, and Linda get out, and Barney tells him, hey, this is the nice, this is a nice house. This is a good neighborhood. This is a nice house moves people like you into. And they're like, oh. And all of a sudden, they're having, he's like, uh, what a nice house, Vinny. And he's like, hey, it'd be a lot easier if you call, it, call each other Todd and Terry. She's like, fine. It's a nice house, Terry. And he's like, no, actually, you're Terry. He's Todd. And like, whatever. So they get in the house. And they're like, oh, this is great. But secretly, you could tell Linda's face. She's just kind of like there. So Barney needs Vinny's social security number. And he's like, my what? Your social security <laughs> number so we can pay you. Oh. Two. And he just makes up a number. <laughs> three. <laughs> six. And he goes on with a couple numbers. He's like, two, five. And he's like, two, five. That's one too many numbers. So take off the five. Clearly a legitimate And I think, number. I don't know if you're going to get paid. <laughs> <laughs> you know, this won't come up until uh, tax season. Because yeah. they're, they're not going to check your social. They're just going to put it in and send it out to the IRS. Yeah. So when your taxes come, they're going to go, hey, someone else use your social security number. Vinny's not the kind of guy that worries about that kind of thing. <laughs> he's yeah, not the books not. kind of guy. <laughs> guess not. I don't think he's paying a lot of taxes. He doesn't know his social. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, Barney tells him, hey, hey, Wilkinson's. By the way, my wife works with athletes, you know, so if you ever want to have Mets tickets, they play the Padres every so often. However, I, I think you guys would be Yankees fan. We found the most organized crime people like the Yankees, and as a Yankees fan growing up, th- that's not funny. It's geographically, usually. But anyway. <laughs> Don't they play in the same city in the same stadium? No, they play two different stadiums in the same city. One plays <laughs> in, in Yankee Stadium, the other plays in Shea Stadium. 
Okay. okay. So how is that <laughs> geographical? Because if you're closer to Shea Stadium, you're a Mets fan. The caveat to that is if your grandparents and parents were Yankees fans, then you hereditarily, you know, kind of... As with most, most, things, yeah. most sport things are political affiliations. The thing is... Baseball's Tony boring? Tony and I grew up here where there isn't a Besides. baseball team. Yeah. <laughs> there's <laughs> minor league. a football team. And there's so many people here because of the military. Everybody likes different teams. And we're all like, why do you like that team? Oh, because your dad likes that team. Right. Why people, do you like that team? Oh, because your dad likes that team. You know what I'd be like? Are you around <laughs> like fan? diehard fans? Like, yeah, man, fucking Redskins through and through. Or I am Are you a an Cowboys Indians fan. fan? Ever been to Dallas? No. no. How the hell are you a Cowboys baseball. fan? Yeah. My parents are football fans. Why do you care so much? Why are you so invested in a sports team? Because they play they, with their balls for a living. Because they bonded with their dad over it. It's weird. And one thing that always bugs me when, like, yeah, we didn't play so good. I'm like, I didn't see you on the field. Yeah. <laughs> like, we, we won. You like, win. I supported the team from home with nachos. I'm glad. I'm, I know they were at home hoping yeah. that you did. That's why I went after I watch a movie, I call my friends up and be like, dude, we beat Thanos. <laughs> <laughs> It, it was me and Tony Stark and Captain it is America. Exactly the same thing. We beat him. Did you see Tony beat Thanos? No, no, not Stark. Gross. Yeah, <laughs> I was in the back. He was, it was dark. A lot of people came through. I was in a ball pop. crying. <laughs> but I was there, dude. All right, so we're in the house, and as soon as Bonnie you cried leaves, in the theater. No, I cry <laughs> if Thanos is killing me. I was in the back in the yeah. dark, and I cried in. Uh, Jokes are funny when you explain them. No, I, I, I cried in the theater during Infinity, not Infinity War, the other one. Endgame. When Tony died, it got to me. I got the vent. I didn't die, I'm here. Oh, other Tony. <laughs> <laughs> the one with the mustache. You oh. were in the theater with me, I was quite sure. Oh, that's true. Yeah, that's true. But anyway, anyway. So as soon as Barney leaves, <laughs> Linda's like, all right. And she grabs a, a phone book. She's like, I'm going to get a cab out of here. There's a flight leaving soon. And Vinny's like, you're not really going to New York. And she's like, sure, I could have left months ago. No, she goes, you'll find another wife. And he says, I know. <laughs> true, that's a good line. This is true. So, and now she's on the phone. She's like, stay out of my purse while I'm on the phone, Vinny. And he's like, I wasn't in your purse. And he grabs a card. She's like, put the Visa card back, Vinny. And he's got it in his hand. He's like, you're always accusing me. And she's like, I know you have it. And then he like flips it around and puts it back. All right. And we she get a card come up. Huh? So she leaves him. So she leaves him. Which is not smart. I imagine they know who his wife is. Yeah, but this is... You, you see, This really is not... I mean, I know it's... This is a lighthearted movie. I know, movie. it's jokey, it's but, but it's like... Yeah. Where are you going? Back to New York? Yeah. Because we'll, we'll find parts of you. you. Yeah. So my news. new friend, Marty Coopersmith, has his problems, too. Well, we see at the end of the movie that her new husband is one of the guys that kept yeah. trying to kill Vinny. So maybe it wasn't she, smart. She, she, maybe, she was, <laughs> maybe she was taken hostage no. and and had to feed them information. All right. So Barney's talking to his partner, Kirby, and he's like, the man tried to tip me. He's like, how much? hundred bucks. Well, he offered me gratuity. We get, you know, it's against policy. And he's like, yeah, well, I haven't seen a criminal in months. Because the FBI doesn't really do much. The well, now, I'm sorry. Now that you mentioned that maybe she was taken hostage, I'm like... That was a joke. I'm, no, I know, oh, but it's funny. And I'm like, maybe that's how they found him. Although nobody is hiding the fact that he's a witness protection. Let's be real. <laughs> <laughs> but should we also talk about the, pa- the part where Barney Cooper Smith is in the FBI and not in um, not a U.S. Marshal? 
there's or Witsack. There's a few interesting little tidbits like that. Let's not poke at those. Let's okay? remember. Well, I, I had to I keep thought reminding Marshall's myself. Witnesses. This movie came out in 1990. <laughs> when saying. we didn't know quite as much about things like this. <laughs> Al Gore hadn't invented the internet yet. Okay? No. <laughs> what year did... Well, what year saying. did what? Nothing. Never mind. Okay. So... Um, where am I? I? Lost my fingers. I'm in the because, of course, you know everybody figures right, so out how government Barney agencies work. Says he's going back to the wonderful, dangerous world of FHA fraud, which is what, Carly? Um, housing. Federal housing. Yeah. <laughs> Mortgage fraud. Mortgage fraud's a big thing. That's the feds. Maybe if he was paying a little more attention to FHA fraud, we wouldn't have that housing bubble collapse. That is an interesting story that we should get on into another time because I have a lot of information on that. I've watched a lot of documentaries, real fucking research on this shit. And it's a great movie. I know. If you pick the big short for Carly's birthday this year, then we'll be talking about it for four hours because that's a long movie, even though it's real good. It is a great movie. <laughs> that got, I've never seen. Yes, but it's got Ryan Gosling in it. Okay. And it's got... Um, Steve Carell? No. Yes. Yeah, he's in it. <laughs> and Batman's in it. And Batman's in it. Robert Pattinson's in it? No. And Margot Robbie has a cameo where she's Michael in a bubble bath. What is his name? No. Which, which guy are you trying to are you trying to get to? Because Val Kilmer's in it. Movie. <laughs> the race car driver. No, no, the race car driver. Um, Christian, Christian Bale. Bale. Yeah. I know. I couldn't remember his name. Wow. I, was I can see his face. Old, what's the old old man? Adam West. Adam West. That's the one I was trying to do. Next. I couldn't think Who of his name. almost played James Bond? I know. That would have been awesome. I think he would have been. Yeah, good. for a movie. Yeah. Better than George Lazenby. Well, he turned it down because he wasn't British, but still would have been awesome. Yeah, nowadays, if you pick somebody who's not British, someone's going to have a fucking heart attack. Yeah. They uh, might have had a heart attack then. We don't know. It's yeah. true. I don't know. Maybe it's true. Dead. We don't. We don't know. All right. So, now he's on his way home, and we get a voiceover on the radio. Friends, what do you do about Wally Bunting? We would, Pods were way up, and they send him Wally, and he gives up all of these runs. What did they say? He had like a seven-run lead? Yeah. <laughs> seven! <laughs> so Barney arrives home and who does he run into? Wally Bunting. He's like, Wally. Well, if you're going to say this Bunting. Like a six-run lead. Anybody could have blown it. Lead <laughs> pitching. Such a dangerous position. Uh, like, hey, Wally's like, they send me back down to the minors. It's like, oh, that's too bad. Deservedly yeah. so. <laughs> no, first of all, I'm not a baseball first. fan, but Jesus. <laughs> <laughs> the funny thing about this is Wally's like, what are you doing here, Barney? Like, he's shocked to see Barney yeah. at Barney's house. Because his mm-hmm. wife hasn't told him Which yet. was our first clue. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, then his wife comes out and goes, I'm leaving to Barney. And he's like, where? To, to Wichita? Wichita. Why would you go to Wichita? And then Wally has to walk <laughs> over and, like, give the hand gesture. And he's like, how old are you? 26? 26. <laughs> and, and his wife is a therapist. Margaret. Mm-hmm. And, I and don't, we don't know did, how long they've been married. But, he, but Wally Bunting was the second relief pitcher she had sent down to the minors this year. So she's a shitty therapist. <laughs> and I think she's going to lose her license for banging one of her therapists. Uh, well, she's going to go be a... But someone's got to make She's moving to that. a different state. <laughs> I don't know how that works. I don't either. It's a movie. We don't care. Yeah, she like, she might as well have died. <laughs> you need to single him up. She never comes back. <laughs> Yeah. All right. It's so, not like we have Wally Bunting at the kids' little league game at the end. No. Margaret says that would have been funny. We don't even <laughs> have Margaret any says, divorce talk. You're no fun. <laughs> you, and he's like, "Why is it no fun?" He's like, "You get your haircut on the second Tuesday." 
He has a system for making, for the way he eats pancakes. And she goes, she has a system for everything. I think they're talking about the hibbity dibbity. I don't know, but I'm very curious about a system for eating pancakes that allows the same amount of syrup on the top pancake as the bottom. I was like, can we get more information on this system? <laughs> also, if you have a system for the hibbity dibbity and it sis- works, then go ahead with your system. My, I don't system, know. my system is eat them fast. <laughs> you don't think you have a system for hibbity dibbity? Oh, I absolutely do. Because you got another combination. I have safe. a system for the hibbity dibbity and it works. <laughs> I mean, you don't know. Sometimes you vary it up, but you got a system. You, you, gotta, you stay in the same lane, okay? You don't. You don't go outside. Like no, nope, we're gonna Don't fix. Like only single if, people don't have a system. Married people got systems. Well, because Jeff and you Fox guys might as well be married at this point. Kind Jeff of Fox said it right. Best, he's like, I know the exact combo to my wife's safe, mm-hmm. and I get there as fast as possible. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, yeah, bananas is on. All right, so now we have a, a musical interlude. Barney's at his office, and the National Anthem comes on, and he's the only one in the office. He stands up. <laughs> it was funny. That was funny. <laughs> but then we cut to Vinny, and we hear A Stranger in Paradise by, um, what's his name? Uh, not Vic Damone. Val, uh, that doesn't matter. Yeah, he not me like I have a clue. Not <laughs> Vic Damone. Uh, Isn't Vic Damone the dude in Fast Times at Ridgemont High that no. takes what's-her-name's virginity in the pool house? No. That is, no his idea. name is um Damone. His name is Damone. <laughs> now I gotta know. But I guess it's not Vic Damone. Dude, I gotta know. Uh, it's Dem- Will Damone. <laughs> <laughs> Damone. She Will Damone Vic in Damone the pool house. The, uh, I'm the, glad you got that because I've never seen that movie. So. <laughs> because wait, uh, what? Hitters in that Clearly, I don't know the answer. Why am I so shocked? Frankie Vale. His name is Frankie, Frankie Vale. <laughs> oh, it's Mike. He's Mike Damone. Um, why am I so shocked? Carly's never seen Fast Times at Ridgemont High. <laughs> you don't know about the Phoebe Cates? I mean, I've heard the name. Okay. <laughs> she was in Gremlins. <laughs> One and two. Well, there you she go. She was in Date with an Angel. She was what? in Drop. <laughs> she was in Drop Dead Fred. I don't know why I loved that movie when I was younger. I don't think I've ever seen that, but I've seen Drop Dead Fred like seventeen never seen bajillion date times. Date with an Angel, oh. but you've seen Drop Dead Fred seventeen bajillion made up a word times. <laughs> yeah. Right, I really so like Drop Dead Fred. Throw Date with an Angel in there next time you're gonna watch. What's it I called? Mean, right said Fred? Drop dead Fred! <laughs> <Okay. laughs> he is too sad, apparently. Man, I maybe should see if there's a copy of that floating around. We won't right. have to watch that. It's about an imaginary friend. I do need friend. a coaster for my water. So we do get up. <laughs> <laughs> that's not a water, that's a LaCroix. I'm just saying. So we get another car to try to bend in my new surroundings. Vinny goes shopping. And he oh. comes in and, hey, would you like to try an oatmeal uh, crunch toasty? And he's like, what do you think? That would be People no. are like, hi. He's like, fuck you. Yeah, that was, <laughs> that was awesome. Have a nice day. Fuck, fuck you. <laughs> and one thing about this movie is, like, that one is in. But notice a lot of the times that the oh, F yeah. word would have been in there, they dub it over. They cut it, yeah. Like, in court, just jumps to me where, yeah. like, where he says, he would have said, kill the fuck. He goes, kill the fart. His, his uh, mom says something or grandma says something. They clearly changed. They, I guess they were looking for their, because this is a PG-13. So they only get one. Yeah, so yeah. this was the and it one. Was, it was well played. Yeah. <laughs> so you know they had to sit around and go, all right, we're going to go PG-13. We have one yeah. fuck. Yep. Where are we going to put it? And they were like, I got it. The grocery store. <laughs> it's either that or the courthouse. <laughs> and this one's funnier. <laughs> go ahead. I don't shop here. That's another movie. <laughs> with a, right, with so, a lot of trivia. So, <laughs> so, <laughs> Vinny, I didn't check this movie. Vinny finds a pricing gun. Yeah. And changes the People price. People used to do that a lot. On all kinds of stuff. And what's 
funny is I remember back in the day being in line and having the person have to type in yeah. everything before the barcode scanner. Mm-hmm. And like, this is an off joke because like that wouldn't even do anything if it says ten bucks on the label. They scan it and it's yeah. yeah. But I guess. But back in the day, they used to do that. My yeah. my mom used to work at Zare, and used to tell me about it. But I guess if you have a ticket on something and the price is different, you can argue to the manager. Be like, excuse me, this says five yeah. bucks and it rang up fifteen. Because yeah. I've had that yeah. happen because something goes wrong. Like da 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 da. They your sticker on there says this. And now, like, I go to the Kroger, and they'll have those manager special stickers, like, on the bakery items or the meat items. So Carly takes them off and puts Near them on the, the date? Meat. No, I don't. She has that. a gun. She just but if they didn't position the sticker over top of the original barcode, right, it'll, sometimes it'll they'll scan, scan it, and it's, I'm like, no, I'm not buying. I'm not paying full price for something that expires tomorrow. <laughs> I'm going to eat this after. <laughs> well, also, we bought, like, 20 steaks. I was like, I hope he has a deep freezer. <laughs> So we bought all this stuff, and it comes up to twelve thousand thirty-six cents. And Vindy gives him a hundred. And my question here is, what kind of yokel is this kid that he's never seen a hundred-dollar bill? He's like, "Wow, a hundred! Yeah, this is I mean, amazing." It's nineteen ninety. <laughs> I was ten when this came out and had seen a hundred-dollar bill. Now I will say, at the grocery store, you've probably seen a hundred-dollar bill. Would, he's a cashier. I would hope. But I think I worked in a store before I ever saw a hundred-dollar bill. I mean, I was poor growing up, but (laughs) maybe that that kid was poor, honey. Shaming, shaming this poor poor person. Maybe maybe it was like a second day as a cashier. All right, hold up. That's because when you go to the bank to get change, they don't unless you ask for hundred dollar bills. They give you twenties. Well, nowadays most places don't take hundred and fifties. Like when you go to Dunkin' Donuts and stuff, they won't take a fifty or a hundred. Well, why are you buying a coffee with a hundred? You kill that drawer. And that's why, because either you're just a, an inconsiderate schmuck, or it's this thing called fraud. Yes. <laughs> you go in there. Yes, it's I'll, a quick change. I'll have an apple. Here's a hundred dollar bill. Yeah. <laughs> you look at it. and It's like this has Chinese writing on it. <laughs> I'm gonna run, rub my marker on it. This this can't be right. Um, the marker's supposed to turn brown, and this turned fuchsia. <laughs> we can always not accept your money. Yeah. That's a thing we get to do at work. Right, no, sorry. I think this bill might be fraudulent. You should take it, it to your bank. Yeah. Was it your mom who got fraudulent bills out of an ATM? Yeah, no, from, went, a, from a bank. And went to a casino or yeah, something? Yeah, they, they took they a like bunch of cash them. out <laughs> to go to, uh, I want to say it was Vegas. Mm-hmm. And then when they got to Vegas, they were playing, and they did some kind of transaction, and they checked it, and they're like, these are counterfeit. Stay right there. And they fucking took him in the back room and oh, held him there room. for a while. Yeah. Good thing it wasn't old Vegas and it cut a handle. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they held her ass for a long time, her and my stepdad, and questioned him and all that shit. And they're like, dude. Well, what's funny about banks is you think, well, don't they check it? Well, not if you come in in the morning and you hand them stuff that goes in the drawer. And then they just keep going with it. It's just like anyone else. <laughs> don't pass off phony bills. Well, yeah. That's, well, do well, it to homeless a, people. It's a felony. Oh, <laughs> well, that cleans it up. <laughs> It cleans it up. Yeah, if you give money to a uh, fake money to a homeless person, they go spend it. They get thrown in jail. They're not homeless anymore. This is <laughs> what? That's almost as bad as this baby boats. Some Tony logic. <laughs> All right, so the manager stops. Every Vinny. once in a while, Tony will tell will tell a story like that or something, a thought process where you're like, "Are you fucking with me?" <laughs> Because I think you're a nice guy, but that is not what a nice guy would think. All right, so the manager's talking and he says, how was your your trip? And he goes, it was good. Fine. He goes, well, if you have any suggestions, please put something in our suggestion box. He goes, arugula. 
<laughs> I had arugula in six what's weeks. What's that? And he goes, what's that? It's a what? It's a vegetable. vegetable. There you go. Because everybody from New York says vegetable just like that. I don't know. I do think Call it's your funny. dad. Ask him to say vegetable. I do think it's funny. He it's went vegetable. to California and they didn't have arugula and didn't know what it was. This but is the 90s. <laughs> this was true. the 90s. This was pre-super health. Yeah, this is uh, before they went crazy. Now you can find arugula in every mom- Walmart in the country. There's Paula Dean knows what arugula is. No, like She's this was the thing. Like I never thought people didn't know what arugula was. Like, I always thought this joke fell flat because where I'm from, we had arugula. Everywhere. We didn't have arugula no. when I was growing up. I didn't know what it was. I didn't know till I was an adult. That yeah. doesn't mean they didn't that's have it. Because, it just means we didn't buy it. That's because we until poor. the... <laughs> no, they didn't have it. Until the 2000s, arugula didn't blow up. It, it blew up with kale. that arugula train. Oh, I remember the first time I got sent... It was the internet and arugula. I got sent to the <laughs> store to buy kale for the tortoise at the hotel I worked for. It was our Look, pet. This and I was like, hour. where do <laughs> I buy this is kale? Movie, like, where's the pet kale. store? They were like, go to the grocery store. It's a lettuce. <laughs> All right, so... But yeah, arugula Here we go again with the arugula. All right, uh, so... It's good. I get arrested for no not reason whatsoever. Arugula, not kale. <laughs> Yeah, Vinny walks in terrible. and Crystal, the police officer, is like, ooh, we got a real crime for you. He makes the hairs in the back of my neck stand up. <laughs> and Hannah Stubbs, who's the uh, district attorney, assistant district attorney, rather. It's like it's nobody's ever made the hairs on the my neck Fantastic in this movie. She can never be have any interest in any man, whether you know if he's got a college degree. Well, yeah, that sounds petty to you. It's like, okay, well... I mean, you're allowed to be attracted to whoever you want to be attracted to. No, no, you're not. I'm talking to you specifically. <laughs> <laughs> I was a little confused there. I didn't know we were going to get some sort of PSA. <laughs> I thought I was going to have to put my shit on receiver. Well, all right, first thing. I mean, not children. <laughs> <laughs> all right, so okay. I got two things. First go. of all, I was talking specifically to Elaine. Yes. Okay. And the other one is, Carly's right. You're not allowed to be attracted <laughs> so to children. That's true. Or, yes. animal, or animals. Or animals. Okay, yes. let me rephrase <laughs> It's okay to be attracted to certain types of men or women, as yes. long as they or other. That's true. As long as this person is over the age of eighteen, consenting adults, as I like to call them, <laughs> and you are over eighteen, it's okay to be attracted to someone for a variety of reasons, and it's okay if you are only attracted to people who have college degrees. That's fine. Hey. Limit your pool. Although I does limit, limit your, pool, your pool, but whatever blows your hair back. But that's a, except that's you. fine. <laughs> Do you know what blows my hair back? Me? That's correct. <laughs> and fans. And fans. Sometimes. <laughs> you know? The breeze. And convertibles. And convertibles. A brisk wind. Oh, All right, so. Tornadoes. Hannah is here and she's getting ready to interrogate Vinny about the stolen car that he was picked up in. He's like, I was borrowing it from a guy. He's like, uh, what's his name? Eddie. Okay, well, how do you happen to know jumpstart a car? I learned it in the army. People wouldn't, the entire United States Army would not have moved enough to be me jump-starting it. And it came in handy many times, jump-starting ambulances for little kids on the way to dialysis. And then takes a, two picks and puts it and in. And it's like, no. <laughs> Number one, you were never in the Army. Number two. No, he's he's Sergeant Bilko. He's Sergeant Bilko. He was in the Army. Um, <laughs> Number two, why were you taking people to dialysis? <laughs> I don't know. It's because he's... Spin in the story. You're doing a very strange He's accent when you're story. doing a Vinny impression, and it isn't at all an Italian New Yorker <laughs> accent or even a parody of an Italian New Yorker's <laughs> accent. It's a very weird voice. Very oh. weird. 
Well, you know, you gotta keep it fresh. We will all pay attention from now on. I know. I right. wasn't paying attention so, before. So, like, so what do you know about this guy, Eddie? I don't know anything, but he drives a blue Nova. You picked up in a green Chrysler, and he goes, "Oh, well, that explains it. I borrowed the wrong car." <laughs> he goes, "Well, what about the tape recorders?" No, no. That no, wasn't tape recorders. It was liquor. It was liquor. He goes, "What about the liquor?" And he goes. You mean to tell me? He goes, people drink too much. He goes, wouldn't be surprised you to know that those were stolen earlier today. And he goes, no way. I accidentally borrowed a car from a guy who stole some liquor earlier in the day. He goes, the car you stole belonged to the Reverend Freiburg. Or no, the, Freiburg's really The lit. Reverend whatever of the first yeah. Presbyterian Church of Freiburg. Like, are you sure? Are you sure he's a minister? <laughs> I know a guy. For two bucks, I can make you a minister. Just then, Barney busts in. He goes, Barney, we got a case of phony ministers stealing liquor. Put me in undercover, we'll infiltrate them. <laughs> uh, all right. Oh, I, f- I forgot to, the one line I made. I picked this you... movie because of this. Oh. I picked the movie because of this. And he says, what were you doing in the car? And he says, he was on his way to church to say a few novenas for Thanksgiving. Ah. And she tells this him that Thanksgiving. And she t- Thanksgiving's not an Italian holiday, which is weird. <laughs> oh, or Catholic holiday. So Thanksgiving's very big with the Italians. In Italy, they probably don't celebrate Thanksgiving. Although everybody loves turkey, it's delicious. But <laughs> Italian Americans definitely celebrate Thanksgiving. So why would she say? And they do novenas for everything. That's true. Like this doesn't make any sense. No, I'm, no. This makes her look. Um, Unaware of the culture. It's a nice way to put it. It's weird because she's saying you can't go pray for Thanksgiving, and he would celebrate Thanksgiving because turkey is delicious. Well, he gives a really good thing. He says Thanksgiving. This year we're doing a turkey cracking. And she goes, I've been to Italy. She says, Florence, right? (laughs) Yeah, that's just for my sister. Okay. Ever been to Sicily? No. Mm-hmm. Thanksgiving is very big with the Sicilians on account of the large amounts that came into this country and then were kicked out. We were we did Thanksgiving last night. My family did it early. So we had our turkey and Carl our ham. Waiting to talk about something completely and our different. stuffing. <laughs> it was all last night. I wait a minute, said, wait a minute. Tony got stuffing? Yeah, he did. did. <laughs> was it good? It was good. <laughs> he brought some home. I think... Uh, any, he actually any, had it for lunch today. Any, he had a second Thanksgiving. <laughs> any place can have any holiday they want to have. Yeah. If, if we all move to Japan, we probably still do Thanksgiving, you know? Like, yes. It's not, you know... It's my favorite it's holiday. A, it's not banned anywhere, so... The celebration of turkey. Yeah. That's well. Hey, anyway, so Barney comes in, he's like, hey, um, this guy is much more important than a couple of petty larcenies. And she's like, bullshit, you don't know that. You don't live here. Mm-hmm. It's like, hey, well, this is Justice Department policy. Yeah. Off. But he's like, this dude's in the witness protection program, and he has to testify in three weeks, and you're not gonna. <laughs> and I was like, do they? Oh, it's 1990, so maybe people don't. It's <laughs> like he's just wondering, like he's in witness protection. <laughs> he's gonna testify in X Y trial. Yeah. <laughs> well, he is telling a local district attorney, so it's not like he put it in the newspaper. Yeah, they he, would have to tell her who he not, is. In the small enclosed, we're going to shut the door and talk about something private situation. <laughs> I don't know. Freiburg PD leaves a lot to be desired. Well, I have truth. thoughts. <laughs> I have thoughts about this Freiburg PD. They should have hired Officer Superior to do a lateral transfer. <laughs> I've seen small town cops so way better than this. <laughs> All right, anyway. Freiburg is no Stony Brook people. <laughs> so Vinny's like, hey, you're a good looking girl, except for those shoes. Those shoes are horrible. 
And she's like, bring him back here. They are and, horrible. And Barney they walks are. out with them. <laughs> bad. And she, and Barney's like, hey, this is just the way it is. And, and Hannah's like, well, they're wrong and I'm right. And Rick Moranis it is doesn't like... doesn't fucking matter. He's like, hey, have you ever been wrong about anything? And she goes, yes, once. And as they're driving away, Vinny <laughs> pops out the car and goes, the shoes, right? The shoes are tragic. <laughs> they would have looked okay with trousers. Yeah, but not, not with, with a skirt. N- well, and not with the mid-length skirt she's wearing this whole movie. I mean, she at does one she point have she's needs. wearing a pleated mid-length skirt. I know, it's a look. Woo! <laughs> That's 90s-ass shit right there. All right, so my new friend Mrs. Stubbs has her problems, too. Mm-hmm. Hannah is getting the kids ready to go spend some time with their father. So Marv busts, his name isn't Marv in the movie, but every time I see him, I think Marv. Mm. So Marv busts in the door because Harry was in the car. You get it? No. Yep. Daniel Stern comes into the house. Who played Marvin Home, Home, Home Alone? Oh, okay. City Slicker. Yes. I knew he was in Home Alone. He didn't Alone. play Marvin City Slicker. No, he just was in City Slicker. No, but he he did, you know, <laughs> some wonderful work in there. Anyway, so Marv busts in the door and collects his kids, and Hannah's like, hey, I really wish you wouldn't come in here like you still live here. And he's like, I mean, I live here, but it's still my house. It's like, awkward. I was like, are they officially divorced? And mm. I, I don't like, know. this raised some questions for me. <laughs> he doesn't live there, so you got, you know, you don't just bust in someone else's house. So no, if, yeah. It's, I mean, I just bust in my parents' house. It's your house. soon-to-be ex-wife. <laughs> I would never just go busting in anybody's house unless they were expecting me because people could That's be doing. They, Elaine likes to walk around the house naked. That's And true. I assume other people do, too. Yeah. If I'm home alone. Or if Cross is at work. <laughs> I will walk around that. Like, if I'm going to take a shower, I'll walk around the house naked. After I get out of because, the shower, before I get dressed. And I assume others do too, and that's just not something Tony you want to put, see. like, tint over the front door windows yeah. because you can see straight up the steps, and I walk around the upstairs naked all the time. <laughs> all right. Not so. downstairs. We do have a room. I, <laughs> I am careful at night when the neighbor is in town, when his lights are on, to close the curtains. All right, so Mrs. Stubbs there. She's over there. She's drinking. She's like, oh, look what he do. He made me drink. And now I'm cleaning in solitary. Well, I always clean in solitary. She's not but doing a good been... job cleaning, though. She's just rinsing shit and putting it in the drainer. So she grabs the little kid's turtle. <clears throat> he has a little sea turtle. That is not a sea turtle. It's, it's just a turtle. turtle. It's a little tur- what a turtle. Whatever. You know. It's a ninja turtle. It's a ninja turtle. It's a... So <laughs> it's got Donatello. Donatello. Turtle and she soup. puts him down the, line, the garbage disposal and turns the thing on and goes, <gasps> sticks her hand and I'm like, Turn it off. Turn, Turn it off. First. Number one. Number two, I'm shocked your garbage well didn't break. That's a turtle shell. <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't a very big turtle, though. <laughs> but fair point. All right. So anyway. It's only the top that's hard. It, if it hit the soft underbelly. Yeah, but it's still got a, a shell on the other side. I'm just saying. It's got to crush you all up. Let's anyway, not, let's not we tug in that shrimp. the turtle did not survive. I don't want to know how. Well, Carly admitted it, an animal died. <laughs> but let's I write thought, this down. I, thought, I would have reached to the after I turned it off and found out. Oh, I'm not <laughs> watching it. Nope. You yeah. let that, that sucker, you go, that, oh, shit. That let turtle's it chomp dead forever. You just, just let it chomp because you, you probably, it if, if it's not dead, it ain't happy. Yeah. Yeah, just, it's more humane to let it go. I don't want to see its last agonizing minutes as I pull it out and find out that it's its tail shell is no longer attached. And, yeah. Oh, God, no. Just oh, let God. it go. Kid I don't want to know what's in that shell. Our garbage disposal got clogged by, like, a wooden spoon or oh. something. Mm-hmm. And the burning smell. Like, you at least have to stick your hand in there to see if you need to pull the shell out. <laughs> the thing that always used to clog the disposal at my mom's house was po- potato peels. 
if she peeled a lot of potatoes for mashed potatoes because they're delicious and I love them. Okay. Then yes. you have to put, you got to make sure you only put a little in at a time. There's an no, important. just peeled them over tip. the trash. <laughs> Even on Thanksgiving, everybody goes to the mall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Kirby and Barney are there. Not anymore, by the way. Mm. Fair point. Not this year anyways. And Kirby's like, hey, we're going undercover. And he goes, well, who put on us undercover? And Kirby's like, I did. And he's like, it doesn't work like that. We can't do that. Look, I got a guy who's buying stolen credit cards. Look, I'm trying to feel out local criminals. Yeah. Okay. He wants, Carly wants to feel up criminals. Oh, hush. That's what Kirby <laughs> is doing, not Carly. <laughs> so Kirby gets in the car, and we see that it's Vinny buying credit cards. And they go through the whole thing about how to make sure these are good. And Kirby says, I work at the post office. He goes, hey, I don't even know your name. And he goes, my name is Todd Wilkinson. So he gives his new name. So it won't. <laughs> Meanwhile, Cooper Smith or whatever is in the Born truck going. He's like, son of a bitch. <laughs> you caught a criminal we already had. <laughs> All Just right. go home, Kirby. So as Kirby gets out of the car, Vinny sees Hannah. And he's like, Mrs. Stubbs. Mrs. Stubbs. As I live and breathe, Mrs. And Stubbs. And she's in some pumps this time. And I thought... Did she, was she really self-conscious after he yes. criticized her shoes? <laughs> yes, she was. Well, and she breaks a heel and he goes, new shoes? And she goes, no, these are old. Uh, it's a miracle they lasted as long as they did. Um, so Barney sends Kirby home and he's like, we got a criminal. We already got Carly said that. So Vinny follows Hannah. It's like, hey, I want to thank you for what you did to me the other day, which incidentally was the worst day of my life. Then he tells her that three years ago, his wife dropped dead to the day. And she's like, oh, that's really sad, but it does not excuse criminal behavior. So she goes towards the pet store, and he's like, hey, look, I'm not going to follow you. You can leave. And he goes, oh, I have another errand to run. So they go inside the pet store, and he's like, oh, God, they didn't let me take my dog. Has that an accent better? No? <laughs> no? Okay, no. He and only Hannah's answered like, to one name. What was his name? I don't remember what Tony said. That was dubbed. <laughs> his name was Fangul. I think it was like fuckhead or something. No, like that. it's Fangul. Fang well, no, I mean, that's what they dubbed it to. But, no, but Fangul means fuck you in a town. No, no I think it was name. just probably Fangul. Yeah. I think that they slipped that one in because old white guys don't know what that word means. Or old white ladies. Let's not be sexist, okay? It's the 90s. It was old white guys. That's probably true. Fair point. <laughs> that's a fair point. Anyway, so, and now Hannah's like, oh, I wish I remember what the other one looked like. It was the old white lady that slipped it into the screenplay. <laughs> there you go. <laughs> He's like, so the turtle died and you want to buy another turtle to replace it. Trust me, they all look alike. The dude from Christmas Vacation. Very yeah. good. It is. <laughs> um, so this, the Vinny's walking around and he finds a parent and he goes, pretty bird. Pretty bird. And the guy's like, it doesn't say pretty bird. He goes, well, what does it say? You're under arrest. And the district attorney doesn't fucking notice this. So she picks a turtle, gets one, and just then, then he looks at him and goes, holy shit, I know that guy. He goes, I knew a guy whose bird said that. And then he looked, and then they made eye contact because the guy had already recognized Vinny. You could see Mm -hmm. it in his eyes. Mm -hmm. So then he's like, hey, you know what, Mrs. Stubbs? I'm going to hang out and get a new dog. So she leaves and turns around, and he's like, stool pigeon. And and they they go through this whole thing. dirty rat. Informer. And he goes, yeah. and then Johnny Burt says, you dirty rat. He says, I already said that. Yes, but I said it better. And they hug. And, and they have like, a little thing. He didn't get to Tony keep his goes, parrot, but he didn't get to keep his dog. Tony goes, I feel like <laughs> they, they didn't have a dog. A pet store. <laughs> well, he had to get a they job. They don't. He had to get a job. <laughs> and Vinny's like, it's so good to see you, man. I was starting to feel alone. He did something to get he, some money to start a pet store. He tells him that, you know, well, he gets a check from the government. <laughs> 
Not anymore. He tells him that his wife left and everything. He's like, well, trust me, you're not alone. Apparently, this is where they send all of the witness protection <laughs> Which people. Which seems like a really bad idea. <laughs> I know! <laughs> I think they're, in Fry- they're all in Freiburg. I think they're all in this general area. Yeah, surrounding that's still a bad, bad, bad idea. Close Hold enough on. that they all found each other. Yeah. All right, so, Vinny walks out, and I was in a good mood, and he's like, Woo! Hey, Barney! And he's like, What a day! And he starts saying, What a day! Meanwhile, Barney's like, so um, we gotta talk, Vinny. You were just buying stolen credit cards. <laughs> you he you says, can't do this shit. No, no. He says, "I'm gonna buy you. I'm gonna buy you a flying zombo," <laughs> which I don't know what that is. Anybody? Anybody flying zombo? No. Okay. All right. So yeah, like Carly said, hey, you can't be buying stolen credit cards. Who said I did that? We have you. And he's like, hey, I'm with you. And when I say I'm with you, I don't mean it like a figure of speech. I'm with the government. I'm undercover. Who made you undercover? I did. It doesn't work that way. <laughs> he keeps saying that to everybody. Maybe he's wrong. Um, blah 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 alright and as they leave Barney asks Vinny hey did you tell somebody that your your wife died and he goes huh that cute DA that's who I told and he goes oh, she left me Barney she walked out and Barney's like my wife left me too what month did yours fall apart October what is it about October and Barney's got a really good explanation because of Halloween you never know what to go as All right. New card. I meet some old friends. So Vinny goes to see Johnny Bird. He goes to Monster's they, Brunch. They go to brunch, yeah. yeah. And there's just a bunch of wise guys all in the WITSAC program. And they're all so happy to see each other. He's like, I was the pallbearer at your funeral. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> uh, so now they sit around they talk about how the food there sucks. And the people are too nice. I can get behind the food sucking thing because when you leave New York to another place, you just can't get food like that, and you have to. As someone who's eaten food in New York and other places, <laughs> it's not that special. She don't get it. It's that not that special. Me, when we did the tour, um, there was a tour of that one crazy street in Philadelphia mm-hmm. where they have all the restaurants in the market. And the dude was talking about, you know, people will drive here for this sauce. And there were samples of the sauce. <laughs> the gravy. gravy. <laughs> well, that's clearly not what's known as a foodie. No, uh, but there's good food everywhere. You just have to look Speaking of Philly, it. me and Tony went to the Prince of Cheesesteaks. We did. It was amazing. It was good. Okay. It was good. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right. I'm so, not anyway. Cheesesteak fan because I don't eat red meat. <laughs> <laughs> you would if you had one of these. Yeah, it was brown meat. So. <laughs> it was also delicious. I, I mean, Philly's cheesesteaks are delicious. I've had a chicken cheesesteak, but. So Vinny finds out that you only get your check from the government until you're done testifying, and then they actually expect you to get a job. And Vinny gets the idea well, there's so many of us here, we should probably just go into business. And they all stop and look at him like, yeah, yeah. let's oh. do that. How come we didn't think of that before? <laughs> and then we have another card that says, as I'm not trained for anything else, I re embark on my career. And we have a crime wave montage. You don't seem to be that great at it. (laughs) Well, the only reason that Vinny got stopped is because as he walked up with a giant swordfish, like you do, (laughs) he puts it in his trunk, hops in, and you hear Johnny Bird say, No speeding! That's not how he said it. It sounds like an old mother. And put your laundry away. One of the jerky boys. (laughs) (laughs) Saul Rosenberg. That's probably where that pulls out, and I guess that's just how we saw it. We don't see him speeding. Yeah, we see no, no. him just get in the driver's seat and go. No, no, he 100%, you hear a tire squeal, and he takes off oh, in a, and I fast. So. so then the cop immediately tur- pulls him over. 
Well, and we're back with Hannah. Her she just, I gotta get that brake light replaced. <laughs> I'm glad. Audra, you'll be happy to know that. All right, so we're back with Hannah now, who only works there all the time. And they're talking about the items in his trunk. And he gives a myriad of excuses for all of the items. Where'd you get these tape recorders? I won those. I got those from a guy who won those in a contest. Did you get 25 copies no, of no. this book? I got this. He's like, well, let's talk about this book. You got something against books? No. But why do you have this book? He goes, I want to write my story. And I bought this book on how to do it. Then she goes, why do you 25 copies? And he pauses and goes, okay, so I want to read it again. <laughs> or more than once. Oh, and God. thank God for Barney because he was fucking. But then I thought drunk. it was funny because she's like, he has some um, like high value still. I was like, twenty five copies of a book about how to write a book. Yeah, I don't know. That if that's can't really be worth, worth much. much. <laughs> so, so Vinny, he gets the idea. He's like, wow, she's getting me good on this interrogation. Has a turtle, Mrs. Stubbs. Ooh. It'd be a shame for your son to find out that you murdered his turtle. Is that? Oh, really? They're going to start doing this. And it looks like this would have been a fun little banter. But Barney busts in and goes, do you have a warrant to search the trunk? That's a fair point. And he's, she didn't. No. They Which just, means the police officer did without. And I'm just like, what are we doing? <laughs> so now all they have him on is speeding. So Unless the policeman, well, no. I was going to say, unless the policeman looked in and saw the swordfish. <laughs> they didn't. They, this is, is just is pride. Is it to have a swordfish in your trunk? I don't know. No. Is it? It's a, it's so a it's weapon. It's not a weapon. It's a swordfish. It's fucking... Well, I guess it is a weapon, but not for you. For the fish. I don't know. I just but you, can, He's dead. you can eat them. You can buy swordfish, so it can't be illegal to have a swordfish unless you illegally it didn't looks, have a fishing license. But how would they know that? But it doesn't matter. They had no cause to search his trunk. No, He's just Freiburg PD enemy number I, one. That's what and what's funny, so as Vinny's leaving, he's like, you know what, Mrs. Stubbs, you got to have a sense of humor. And she's like, I have a sense of humor. He's like, no, everybody thinks they have a sense of humor, but nobody does. Here's the test. Everybody know the test? Carl, you got the test? What's the difference between a light bulb and a pregnant woman? I don't know. What? You can't unscrew. No, you can unscrew. You can unscrew a light bulb. I'm not going to lie to you. I didn't get this joke until like the third time. <laughs> yeah. yeah. That's a joke. <laughs> well, because I'm sitting the there. I just don't get this. Oh, I get it. Yeah. <laughs> How do you unscrew a pregnant lady? And I was like, wow. <laughs> That's almost as funny as when we were in the theater at Godzilla and she goes, he can breathe fire! Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was great. What's funny is we were going to movies today and Godzilla was one of them and Elaine said, he can breathe fire! <laughs> Which standard. is the thing now. It's a standard now. <laughs> You're welcome. so funny. Every time I see that movie, You're that's welcome. all I think about. Alright, so... Yeah, I didn't. It's still a funny joke. It's still a funny joke. Because you're like, you didn't know Godzilla could breathe fire? He goes, no, I don't know everything about Godzilla. That's the only <laughs> thing about Godzilla. <laughs> no, that's too. Big I lizard. Knew big lizard. Big. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so. It's radioactive fire. <laughs> I return to the city of my birth. On the plane, Vinny orders two double scotches, and the waitress is not allowed to give two double scotches because you can only order two drinks. That's but. Four. So what if I order two double scotches and my friend orders two double scotches, so instead of putting them on his tray, you put them both on mine, I'll pay for both, and you look wonderful in red and blue, pay him. So, and the reason he does is because he believes in overtipping, <laughs> and he's writing a book. So here we go. All right, so we're at the terminal. Vinny's talking about his itinerary with Barney, and they're going through it, and Barney's being real. Uh, if you see anybody who looks like they notice you, and just then, Vinny's entire family is there. Yeah. And with, with he's signs. Like, Nobody can know you're here. Yeah. Oh, everybody knows yes. he's here. Quite but just then, they bring him over, and he's got his handcuffs, and his mother's there, and he's crying. He's like, Barney, take my cuffs off. I can hug my mother. And he's like, No. 
<laughs> and then the mother starts crying and saying things in Italian like, oh, my little baby, yeah. I want to hug you, yada, yada, yada. So finally Barney breaks down and takes the handcuffs off and he comes over and hugs his mother. And the family distracts Barney, you see, and Vinny sneaks out. Mm-hmm. And the mother's laughing at Barney like, ha ha, I got your fucker. <laughs> so the next morning, Barney tracks him down to his tailor's house. And he's singing these little town blues. You get it? Uh-huh. God. <laughs> All right. So Vinny convinces Barney that, hey, look, we don't match, and you need to buy a new suit. Because you draw attention to me because you don't match Because you dress like shit. Yeah. So he convinces Barney to buy a $1,200 suit mm-hmm. that's double-breasted and very shiny. Tony was like, how do you like those baggy pants? <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's a look. Yeah. It's not a bad look. I'd rock that. You would look fine in a shiny shoot. Shoot? Shark skin. Shark skin. Suit. Shiny suit. Anyway. All right. So, uh, and we hear on the TV that this is the provolone trial. So, oh, okay. Well, I guess mm-hmm. they're going to be doing Gouda and mm. Pepper Jack another yeah. day. <laughs> um, so, they're in a hotel in New York, and they couldn't get any Italian food. <laughs> I know. I'm like... What? <laughs> Every hotel at least has spaghetti. <laughs> but even that, they're in New York. I'm sure they have a restaurant. At least there's something, and you can yeah. spit on it from where they're. Yeah. Yeah. If they get a room for service menu, they've there's three Italian things yeah. on that Guaranteed. menu. So the Italian and options there. Not even Italian dressing. Macaroni. Yeah. Yeah, macaroni. Macaroni and cheese. <laughs> no. So they're not in Idaho. Who the hell? Yeah. Idaho. No. You the So Barney is sitting on the on the bed now and he's hung up his jacket but he's wearing his pants seat. so Vinny takes it as a cue and he grabs his jacket starts crumbling up and Barney goes what are you doing he goes I'm wrinkling your jacket like you're wrinkling your pants see you do that and you're going to have to send your pants over to the cleaners more than your jacket and I have a suit that doesn't quite match and if you look at the suit it already doesn't quite match because they're uh, solid color pants and like a plaid jacket he's not wrong though he's no. not wrong it's true yeah I've never seen John take his pants off though no I mean, this yeah, people still don't Ever. take no, no, their pants off like, when they get home from work but they and when they do no, take their jacket off. but, like, off. if John comes home from lunch or something, because yeah. sometimes he pops home in the middle of the day, and he'll take his jacket off, but jacket he doesn't party. take his pants off. But it is true that your pants are going to get washed way more often than the jacket. My favorite one of those things is in the movie Casino. Mm-hmm. Um, Robert De Niro is sitting at his desk, and he had taken his pants off because he was sitting down. So they call him, hey, someone's coming in. He's like, all right, give me two minutes. Well, <laughs> and puts his pants on and his jacket. He puts his suit on just so one can have a little meeting. Yeah. Because, and I'm like, that would make sense. You don't want to wrinkle your pants. Mm-hmm. All right, so uh, Barney uh, is tricked into letting Vinny go downstairs and press his suit. And just as soon as he leaves, Barney's like, fuck. Grabs his rain jacket, doesn't put on any other clothes. So Do you think that the tailor stole his old suit and burned it? I know. What? Does he not have any other pants? I feel like he has other pants. I don't know. Maybe he was planning to sleep in it. But it's funnier if he shows up at the restaurant with so, no pants. I mean, they're only going to be there for two days, but he should have a traveling suit and a going to court suit, wouldn't you think? He doesn't really need a good going to court suit. Maybe He's a pajama pants. <laughs> I don't know. Something. Or a pajama suit. Yeah. Or a pajama suit. <laughs> But this, right. he's obviously got more than one suit. He's a career FBI guy. He may just yeah. be And he's really good at tracking down Vinny because he goes to the first bar and runs into Vinny who's talking about well, how he, he hijacked said, the truck. I really want some food from Bliga Blaga. And that's probably where he, he went. went. To Bliga Blaga. No, no. He said he wanted to go to a restaurant. He's clearly at a bar. Well, maybe that maybe bar serves bar. food. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Anyway. Lots of bars do. So Vinny's talking about how he stole 10,000 watches from this thing, yada, yada, yada. 
And Barney's there, and he's like, hey, Lou, it's Louis Vincenzi from San Francisco. What are you doing here? And Barney's yelling at him, and he looks over at his friends and goes, don't get him mad. He gives a death signal. Yeah. And he's like, hey. And he grabs Barney and says, look at me. If those guys know you're FBI, we have a problem. Yeah, you're dead. <laughs> this so, is one of the only points in the movie where you're like, oh, he can get serious. <laughs> he goes, like drops the act for a second. He's like, look. Well, because this is life and death. This is a serious situation. <laughs> it's, not, it's not stealing some steaks from Big Lot or whatever yeah. the fucking place it is or whatever. He goes, look, we can have two they options. Kill this we can have the hotel room and macaroni and cheese or drinking and girls. What do you want to do? And Barney goes, what girls? <laughs> Which is something that dudes do. I'm sorry. It's one of those things. I'm sure ladies do that, too. If yep. They're into girls. Mm-hmm. Actually, most of the most outlandish shit I've heard recently in, you know, of the sexual genre has been from women. Mm-hmm. Which women? I, I'm not at liberty to say on a, on a podcast. I'll tell you later. <laughs> Who, what women are telling you outlandish sexual shit? They weren't talking to me. They were talking to each other, and I haven't been in the vicinity. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Is it in regards to gray sweatpants season? Because I see a lot of stuff on Facebook about that. <laughs> what? Gray sweatpants season? I don't know okay, what that's about. you don't know about it. <laughs> as soon as this episode is over, we're bringing that back up. Gray that down. All right, sweatpants. So... so <laughs> Vinny and Barney approach two girls, and they're like, hi, this is Angie and Marie. And he's like, hey, girls, why don't we dance? And Barney's like, I don't know how to dance. They're like, don't worry about it. We're going to do a little merengue. And we have the best uh, merengue montage ever, because these four are just getting it. <laughs> they're going up and down stairs. They're dancing on the couch. They're dancing with each other. One point, Rick Moranis and Steve Martin are dancing with each other. And, of course, if two dudes start dancing... One of them was going to get their ass grabbed, which happens. Uh-huh. And it's, I don't know what it is. If dance, dance with a dude, someone's ass is getting garrett. There's some good ass grabbing going dudes on. Dudes like butts. Dudes like butts. Cannot lie. I'm pretty sure every dude ever likes butts. Oh, yeah. Gay, straight, all, all right. dudes like butts. But I've never thought that either Steve Martin or Rick Moranis had a particularly good butt. <laughs> Rick Moranis. It's time for ass chat. <laughs> I don't know. Rick Moranis looks really good in the scene where he's with uh, at what's her name's house and throws her hu- his husband out. Marf. That's true. Yeah. He does. Yeah. Yeah. Those, buns look, those buns look tight. The, the thigh masks were just come out and they were doing it on. Just the- saying, he was looking pretty good in that scene. All right. So just as they're dancing, a couple hitters come down. And Barney's like, Vinny, get down! And he starts shooting, bang, 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 and runs him off. He shoots him in the chandelier. In the balls. chandelier, yeah. Good shot. I mean, yeah. Cougar would have been like, eh, yeah. took you more than one shot. Yeah. But um, back in the room, Vinny's like, he's so grateful for, to Barney to saving his life. And for some reason, Barney's like, well, you saved my life. And I'm like, how? I know, I was like, when? <laughs> Maybe I, I guess because he got him a suit. Well, he saved him from the Italian guys by telling him. Because he would have just talked his mouth off and they would have killed him. There you go. That's what Tony told me. Because I was like, when? And Tony's like, like, well, he told him not to let them know he was FBI. Yeah. I was like, okay. And like, hey, said, we're leaving right now. We're in each other's debt forever. That's so nice. I know you're looking at it. I have hand typed, I have typed notes and then written notes. (laughs) This is is the first sitting and then, oh shit, this is due today. (laughs) (laughs) Yep. (laughs) I've been there. But you'll notice that the end usually has the. It's typed again. The end was done as soon as the first thing I did was my favorite character, least favorite character, because I knew all that going Yeah, yeah, that's. that's... (laughs) All right, so we're at the trial the next day. Vinny testifies. 
blah, 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 blah. And the defense attorney's like, don't you get everything? You know, you're doing a great thing. And he's like, no, I'll tell you what else I get. Because he's like, you got a house from the government. They're giving you all this money. He's like, I also get to not see my parents again or my yeah. loved ones. And I get to not see the city that I love because in, and the food is terrible. And no one has arugula. I might have gone on the rest. Which is all true. But on the plane ride back, Barney's telling Vinny, like, hey, this is going to be a really hard trip to top. But we're going to have to try. Vinny's like, yeah, but I really... You know, I'm looking forward to getting home. And you know what? There's not a reason that you and the cute DA should not be, get along. And he's like, oh, get off my back about the DA. And he's like, no, not like romantically, but, you know, why make war? That's my philosophy. You're not Pentagon. Break that down. Because all those books that were in his trunk were 25 copies of How to Write a Book. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Apparently he read it. More than more once. More than once. All right, so we got uh, another montage there, and we find Todd mowing his lawn. And, hey, kids, nice day for a mow. <laughs> he seems to be embracing the Freiburg life. Yeah, he's much happier now that he's leading he a life of crime again in a suit. Uh, yeah. But that's his mowing suit. He's got <laughs> an electric lawnmower with the side bag. <laughs> he, li- he lives in California, <laughs> and he's mowing his lawn in a suit. All right, so Barney comes back Some to work, and he's got style and everything. People are like, whoa. Hannah gets uh, a letter that says, hey, let's be friends. And it's got some Padres tickets in it. Um, just then, Vinny's at H- Hannah's house. How did he get her address? It doesn't matter. But he's there and he's like, hey. And Hannah you know and the what? kids are ready to go. To I what? bet it's easy to get her, her address. It's I bet small. she's listed in the phone book. Probably. We already saw phone books in this movie. We know phone books exist in this universe. She's probably that listed. That checks out. It's the 90s. It's yep. the 90s. And it's Freiburg. It's Freiburg. All right, so just then, the kids are like, oh, hey, this is great. And just, you know, parking's a problem, so I got a limo. And the kids are like, yeah. And Hannah's like, hey, we can't go. This, I'm, I arrest this guy weekly. Yeah. <laughs> He's a criminal. She the, doesn't arrest anybody. She's the district attorney. She true. interviews him. Right. And the kids are like, oh, can't we please, please, Mom? And even Vinny's like, come on. Let's, let's put all that aside. Come on. So he's like, all right. And they hop in, and the kids are playing with the limo like kids do. And one of the kids goes, hey, Mom, look, vodka. Just then, Vinny gets in and goes, anybody got any vodka? Hey, there you go. Takes the vodka. I love that little thing. I don't know why. Oh, where am I now? Okay. So then we get down. So we're at the, the ballpark, and Vinny is there with the kids. And he sits between the kids and has the mother sit a little bit further down. He's like, hey, Barney Cooper Smith. What a surprise. And he's like, what do you mean, Vinny? You invited me. He goes, it's just an expression. <laughs> also, why? Why? Just go with it. <laughs> Barney you, doesn't go with it. You go sit next to her, and I'm going to keep the kids busy. Uh-huh. And one of the kids is like, hey, hot dog guy right here. And he's waving his wallet. And Todd's like, whoa, whoa, what are you doing? You never wave your wallet around in a ball game. And he explains to them, because someone's going to see it, and they're going to follow you. Never and take watch your wallet you out, ever. And they're going to give you what's called a bumper. Now, let me show you. Here's what you want you to do. Bump it to your brother. Boom, did you feel that? He's like, no. Well, look at this. And he's got his wallet in his hand. He goes, that's why you never, ever take your wallet out. And why you keep it in the front pocket. Mm-hmm. Which you do not keep your wallet in your front pocket. Well, Actually, you do. I carry two wallets. You do. You do. Keep, <laughs> he keeps his money in his front pocket, though. Mm-hmm. He gets mad when I try to pick it. Well, that's because, again, where I grew up, you just didn't put money yeah. back there. You're going to get it stolen. You go on the train and you get the two fingers. Allegedly. Okay. All right. So where we are we now? Um, da, 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 da. get the hot dogs. He bonds with the kids. Yeah, he learns that they play little league. And in during this scene, um, Vinny tells the kids, you know, and my wife left me at the low point of my of my life. And Hannah goes, "I thought your wife died." He goes, "I only wish." 
<laughs> and then we do the um, national anthem. All right. Um, they have a good time at the They do have game. a good time. Yeah. Blah, 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 blah. After he the, learns about their little league at the game, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. Yes. And well, how, yeah, they're, they're when kids it rains, it's all muddy. And as that's going on, Barney and Hannah are bonding. Mm-hmm. She he invites her to a law enforcement luncheon, or black tie dinner thing. Yeah, mm. at the beach. Okay. <laughs> Everyone falls in love. Vinny is um, at the supermarket again, no little price gun, and he happens to run into Shaldine, and he walks her up to her and he hits her with this line. <laughs> you know, it's dangerous for you to be in the frozen food section. Why's that? Because you can melt all this stuff. <laughs> and she goes, <sighs> And then they get married. <laughs> you know, there's another line. That, see, you're skipping. So as they're walking out together, she goes, My name's Shaldine. He's like, My name's Todd. That's Italian for extra special. <sighs> <laughs> and then they get married. But they don't get married because... Wait. Is he still married to Linda? I'm assuming Vinny, there's no divorce talk in this movie. Marriages <laughs> are just over. <laughs> Vinny calls Barney to tell him, hey, I just got married. I'm in Reno. And he, then he says, don't worry, I didn't get married by my real name. Henry Hill did this. Oh, he did? Henry Hill married somebody else, called his attorney and said, hey, I just got married. And he's like, you're already married. He goes, don't worry, I didn't get married in my real name. And because of things like this, Henry Hill hates this movie. <laughs> Because he thinks it's a parody of his life. But he looks at her and she, and he's like, you're not going to try or arrest him for bigamy, are you? Well, we're not to that part yet. Oh, okay. <laughs> Car- Carly just jumped in. Ah. All right. So, all runs. <laughs> all right. Um, so we're at the cop party now, and Barney's telling the story, and Hannah's there, and he says, hey, you're not going to arrest him for bigamy. Hannah doesn't find him as funny as I am. And she's like, I see that it's funny. And then I have hits, a sense of humor. <laughs> and then he hits it with the, everybody thinks they have a sense of humor if they don't like that's probably not a good thing to say. Mm-hmm. Um, He's like, I'm sure you do. Everybody thinks they do. It's like, I think you just insulted her. So, <laughs> Barney, Barney's sensing that he needs to pick this date up to the next level. It's like, hey, you want to dance? She's like, no, I don't know how to dance. He goes, well, me neither. I don't even know how to do the barangay. Um, but they're not playing the barangay. They will. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes and he gives the guy gives the, the hand, money. The Probably a hundred, the handshake, and, you hear, and he's like, oh, thank you. <laughs> and then we have a merengue montage number two. Which this one's not quite as fun. Still fun because no. she's dancing on the beach. The and best so far, how do they hear the fucking music? The merengue <laughs> is not as good in merengue montage no, number two, but I do like her dancing on the beach in that voluminous dress. That is quite a voluminous dress. And then you see that Kirby was the same dude from Popeye. <laughs> he also does a it's dance. It's the same moves. Which, I mean... All right, so Barney and Hannah bond, and then they bone. Into uh-huh. each life, a little rain must fall. Barney and Kirby find out they're actually going undercover for real. Mm-hmm. Um, he's got a. They're going to buy some stolen stuff, and they're going to be from Canada, which is funny because Rick Moranis is from Canada. Because, and how do you know this? Because the next morning, when Marv busts in and the kids are gone, and Rick Moranis whoops his ass and he's throwing him outside, he goes, "Oh, I'm sorry." Say, <laughs> <laughs> so, what's that, Rick? Say, you're sorry. Are you going to Tim Hortons? What's that a boot? He does kick Marv's ass, though. He does kick Marv's ass. All right, um, so Barney gets his assignment, and he tells Hannah about it, and she's all sad, but, you know, you just got here. 
um, Vinny is doing criminal shit, and they have stolen a bunch of empty water jugs. It's like, well, how many of these things we got? And Vinny has an idea. Let's do a fundraiser. <laughs> when I was a kid, there was one of these going on, like, um, all over Long Island. They had this big thing. It was all over the news. When I was a kid, you used to see in the liquor store and at the grocery store bins like this for yeah. change, and it was always for the Lions Club. I don't know what that is. Which is like the Shriners or whatever. Mm. It's a similar type of association. Because but there was always... Yeah. Lions, makes sense. There was always one yeah. for the Lions Club, and you always put your change in it, and that's just how how you roll. And I wonder if this would actually work. If you just started putting those out... And then they had the marching yeah. dimes, where you put the little dime in the little... Yeah. Or the Ronald McDonald House? Yeah, Ronald McDonald House. So, I become a fundraiser. Um... Blah, blah, blah. He's dropping them off. It's like, Kids hey, today don't even know about Ronald McDonald. No, because uh, he must be offensive. They got rid of the clown. Yep, it's just a smiley He's face now. retired. So the kids are about to buy some ice cream, but they see that there's got this jug here, and they were going to get their ice cream, and they decide not to get their ice cream and donate their money. Oh. Because it's super little league to put a dome over right. there. Which stadium. is extra sad because you know this is fraudulent, and those kids didn't get ice cream. It's upsetting. So, and the kids are talking about it, and their mother hears this. I bet they're going to get a dome, an astroturf, and a dome again. <laughs> and the mother's like, yeah, I'm going to arrest him. So she arrests him. He's got just giant <laughs> jugs water jugs of change. Jugs of well, because and the reason why you're easy to arrest because you've got to get some kind of permits. I'm guessing for yeah, this I'm or sure. something. I'm sure you have to be a. You can't just build a stadium <laughs> because you have the money. You know. Well, there's that too. But the other part is I don't you think you can do like license yeah. as a charity and it's for this or reason something. Yeah. or something. Yeah, because you have to for every dollar you have to account for it or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Shaldine is rolling lots of rolls of change. Tony was like, I mean, just donate half of it and keep the other half. Well, that's how most charities work. Like, um, yeah. there's breakdowns, like you said, March of Dimes and yeah, other yeah. things, of how much money you donate actually goes to yeah. where it needs to be. And it is Even very, very not. It's not like none. most of them, it's like a nickel and a dollar. One of the biggest, one of the biggest ones is the Susan G. Komen Fund. Oh, Only yeah. like... Five percent of what you give to them actually goes to any kind of cancer, anything. Because they're allowed. A lot of people hate that one. So yeah. it's a nonprofit, but, but you're allowed to pay yourself a salary. And yeah. some of these these CEOs make hundreds of thousands but of dollars. But a lot of people hate them if Susan G. Komen if they know about it. But most people don't, and they no. just blindly give because them money. People I think are stupid. Wounded warriors, another one that people were hating on because of that. Most of them. Yeah. I'm not going to give the list yeah, because... That's true. <laughs> or how about Goodwill, which people think is a charity and isn't? No, that's, that's, <laughs> that's a business. 100% of business. But people think yeah. that Goodwill is a charity. All right, so Hannah arrests Vinny, and Vinny's like, hey, you know, I was going to give the money. And meanwhile, the guy's trying to finger He's like, let me do this. And he does all the fingerprints, and he walks over. He's like, this is not the old me while they're snapping the mug shots. And he's like, this is the new me. And Crystal's like, well, when were you going to give the money? And he's like, when I had it all. All right. Crystal is helping him to give the correct answers to this interrogation. Right. Let's point this out. Because Crystal is attracted to him because he makes the back of her hairs on her neck stand up. She's a cop. I didn't know she was a cop. She's a cop. (laughs) And she's helping a criminal stay Uh, out of jail. Can we just say that? I'm just saying So Vinny's like, hey, don't worry about me. I'm small, but thanks. But what I can tell you. And Hannah's like, you trying to make a deal with me? And he's like, I don't know. Am I? What do you know? It's a couple guys from Canada coming down to take anything that's not nailed down. They're going to ship it out in boxcars. So they go to check it out. And they're like, hey, there's these two guys. Yeah, they checked in. 
Dickie and whatever the other guy's name is. They never leave. They the never room. leave. And they're from Vancouver. The data from Vancouver. The data from Vancouver. Just then, they get no warrant. Or, um, they have no search warrant or nothing. But they kick in the door. Maybe they no. have a no knock. Un- no, no. But it doesn't matter. So yes, all they yes. have is maybe Freiburg well, PD I'm, got a no knock. I will say again, this was 1990, no. and, and it's also a movie. We're not as savvy. <laughs> <laughs> it's also, it's a movie. Also, it's a comedy. Also, people don't understand. Like no. All right. Anyway, but the oh, best no, part. Let's not get into the ins and outs of the fucking search warrant. How about the fact they kick in the door? Hannah's the one going in the door second. Well, and who's sitting there? Barney eating nachos. Well, and he's like, Hannah. <laughs> well, also, if if and when you watch this movie, pay attention to this door that flies through the room when this guy kicks it. Like, I thought Hulk was coming through this door, this breach. Because it doesn't kick, like, normally it just kind of kicks open and breaks the little lock. No, this motherfucker flies off his hinges across the room. And Oh, please don't go back. People in 1990 knew about their rights. We're running low on but, time here. And, and they're but getting, they weren't as savvy this, about, like, true crime and knowing all about how everything I works think they were. They now. I Unsolved Mysteries were. was on. Unsolved people, <laughs> people knew about how crime investigations worked. To but a degree. just like today, so Hannah decides care. she's gonna charge Vinny under his real name, and Barney's like, "You can't do that," yeah. and she's like, "Bitch, watch me," and so she does. So Barney and Hannah argue about this, and he's like, "Oh, what? You've only been wrong once in your life," and she goes twice. He's Ooh. like, "She just dumped me." Six oh burns. snap! That was a sick, <laughs> that was a, that was a whole snap moment. Sick burn. So Barney goes to see Vinny in the can. And he's like, you know what? Everybody needs to lighten up. And Vinny gets up and opens the cage. And he's like, what kind of jail is this? And he goes, well, I don't like to use this bathroom. So he's the one in the office. His cell is pretty cushy, too, by the way. Like, he's like, you have monogram. any pillow? He goes, yeah, Crystal made that for me. It's like, so Again, Crystal, the police officer. Yeah. Uh-huh. So. What oh, happens? <laughs> so Vinny's like, you know, I feel real bad about this. <laughs> Excuse me, real bad about this. I gotta do something. And Barney's like, do me a favor. Don't do anything, please. He goes, I need to make a phone call. He's like, Vinny, don't make any calls. He goes, I'm entitled to a phone call. Am I not a jailer? Because they go, what's up, Vinny? Should, Should I, I use, use this, this phone, phone or that phone? <laughs> the office line of the one in the break room. And Barney's like, what the fuck? <laughs> All right. So, and now we're at court where the arraignment, if you will. And Hannah's there talking about how, look, this man is a criminal. Every man, every woman, he's on the street, he's committing more crimes. The FBI is going to lie to you and say that this, you know, they're protecting him from these cartoon hitmen and white on white ties. We're here to kill him. Just then, two cartoon hitmen and white on white ties in the balcony. What do they do? Shoot out. Bang, 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 bang. So Crystal gets Vinny the hell out of there. And she's like, here, take my keys. Okay, take my truck. Here, take my gun. Okay. Take me. <laughs> no, and then she's like, hey, you saved my life. I'm in your debt forever. That's how it works. And then he kisses her. And then she says, take me. He's like, get in. Just pretend I'm your hostage. And then she puts his head, her head on his shoulder. It's so cute. And they haul ass. And I said, didn't he just get married? Tony was like, no. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to cover that at the end. Yeah. <sighs> so then they haul ass. And everybody starts getting in their cars and what have you. And they're chasing Vinny. And where does he chase him to? The Little the, League Field. The Little yeah. League Field. And, and who's doing the work? The wise guys are in there like, hey, look, it's Paulie and Tony. And <laughs> Which I'm surprised they actually know how to do work because these are real they're wise guys. No, who would be doing no-show jobs. 
not Stop watching construction. The <laughs> They're in construction. Waste they lay concrete yeah. sometimes. <laughs> it goes through schools. <laughs> they seem to have built a quality stadium. I mean, it looks pretty good. It does, yeah. So they know they're people that knows people. Hannah stops this and's like, uh-huh, this is bullshit. You arranged all this from jail to avoid prosecution. And then he's like, hey, that hurts. Prove it, mother. He's <laughs> <laughs> like, that hurts. Then he tells a story about his uncle Al Fresco, who offered him a bicycle, and just in the middle of that, the hitters come. Because no one can stop the two guys with guns in the balcony. No. no. He's like, all right, Vinny. Easy. Just come with us and everything and everything will be okay. And he's like, all right, kids, get out of the way. And just then Vinny. Jumps down behind some cover, pops up and shoots the guns out of both of their hands. <laughs> Fucking Marlboro's like. It spins. <laughs> and earlier in the movie, he had told, told Barney that he could never shoot a gun and it doomed him middle of management. And Barney walks over to, to ask him about that and he goes, I lied. He goes, uh, <laughs> clearly. Yep. But this is definitely an impressive uh, shot. Dennis Hopper would have went. Nice. Yeah. Even the Coog was like, gives a little nod of approval. Mm-hmm. All right, so we cut to opening day, which is a year later. And the Freiburg Turtles are there. It's one hell of a full little stadium. (laughs) And of course we have vendors. Peanuts, CDs, popcorn, car stereos. Packed house. And of course... Get your cannolis. Cannolis, (laughs) apple And again, I didn't know this was not a thing growing up. I'm kidding. There was not a Zappoli stand I know they didn't have cannolis at, at the Little League game. at Shea no. Stadium. No, whenever you go to baseball games, it's always it was hot Tony dogs goes, and pretzels. What the hell, Little League? I said, what's this, the Little League World Series? He's like, that's a thing. I was like, yes. <laughs> but these kids come out in suits. Yeah. <laughs> now, those are baseball uniforms. They're very they're, tasteful. They're suits. And Vinny's there to throw out the first pitch, and they're Freiburg's man of the year, Vincent Antonelli. I'm like, isn't he still in Witsack? No. <laughs> and, of course... He wrote a book, How I Got Here. So that was good, too, when he throws out the first pitch. And, of course, what song are they playing? A little merengue. So now we cut to Linda and Shaldine. And Shaldine goes, what are the chances that we both have two husbands that are in the Women's Protection Program? Two husbands in a row that are in (laughs) In a row. In a row. And we see the two hitters are now in Women's Protection. And they're sitting there, and Linda's like, I can't believe I'm back in this shitty town. Everybody gets up but her. She's sitting there smoking. So see, they got divorced. Twice. Yeah. And Vinny walks over and you see that he's married to Crystal now. And he's like, hey, Crystal, how's that little angel? And they have a baby. Uh-huh. And he's like, you know what? Sometimes I even maze myself. And movie. All right. What'd you think, Carly? All right. Well, it, <laughs> my favorite character, I went with Vinny. I I wanted to go with Rick Moranis' character, but my God, is he terrible at his job. <laughs> and I just couldn't. I do wish that we had seen, we could, I mean, we saw the results of Vinny being charming. I wish we had seen a little more of it in action. Yep, yep. We kept seeing the, you know, it was like show, don't tell. They were telling us. (laughs) They weren't showing us, but whatever. Uh, My least favorite character was... um, Joan Cusack's ex-husband, who just kept walking into her house. Well, and he was like, well, it is still my house. I'm sorry, motherfucker. <laughs> I don't know the details of your divorce, but you don't live here anymore. I'm still on the mortgage of my ex-husband's house, but would I just walk in the door? No, I would not. I don't even go there. <laughs> you should just go burst in the door and I'd be like, what? Anyway, it's just rude, and he's shitty. 
I don't, I don't, I don't know the circumstances of their divorce, but he seems like a piece of shit. My favorite line is about the 22s that he does in the courtroom. <laughs> Richie loves to use 22s because the bullets are small and they don't come out the other end like a 45. See, a 45 will blow a barn door out the back of your head and there's a lot of dry cleaning involved. <laughs> But a 22 will just rattle around like Pac-Man until you're dead. And I don't know why I like that line so much. I think it might be with the blacklist and they have the cleaners that have oh, to come yeah. clean up after all the murders. And you wouldn't have to have them if you just used a gun that didn't cost so much blood. <laughs> all right, fair enough. Uh, my favorite scene is when he's in the jail and he's charmed everyone. And my favorite tertiary object, I don't know if there is another choice other than the Little League suit uniforms. <laughs> well, that's plenty of options. And I will maybe this movie. What? Um, I'm so, I've never heard of it before. <laughs> I this, just, is, this is the sequel to Goodfellas. No, it's not. <laughs> which I also have not seen. Uh, <laughs> I think it's all right. But I I wouldn't highly recommend it. All right, you said all right. You got to stick with it. Can you all right? So all I right. debate it. So what did you think, Tony? Hmm. All right, uh, my favorite character is Vinny. My least favorite character in everything she's ever been in is Joan Cusack. Wow, she's terrible. Favorite line is Sharon Sossman. Right. <laughs> well, she's terrible. Michelle Rodriguez. There so wait a minute. If you have a movie with Michelle Rodriguez and, um, and Joan Cusack, who's the worst? I don't know because I wouldn't want the casting. <laughs> uh, the casting director. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Tony, I picked this movie. I'm not watching. I'm not that. watching that. <laughs> or I'm gonna watch cover my eyes. My favorite line. I forget exactly how how it goes down, but uh, Rick Moranis is like, "Look, you're gonna do you're gonna do what I tell you to do, capiche." And he goes, "Are you, Are trying, you trying to, to say capiche? capiche?" He says, "Yeah. Well, don't because it hurts my ears when you say it." <laughs> I think you got it. Yeah. Well, I, mean, I, forget, I forget what Miranda says right before that. Because he was talking about how infiltrating and going undercover. He goes, don't go undercover. Just, you know, lay low yeah. and don't do anything. Keep Capiche. your nose clean. That's it. Capiche. Keep your nose clean. Uh, my favorite scene is also the same as Carly's when he's in the jail and they're all tr- treating him so well. I wish that they had more of that. That was that was hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, my favorite tertiary object is the door that Officer Banner kicks off the hinges. <laughs> Or it was the or the little league suit. No. Superman. Mm. Um, yeah. Hyperion. Movie made me realize how much I miss Rick Moranis. Oh, he's like someone not, beat not up anything. Rick Moranis. Did you hear that? I heard that he got yes. Yeah. Yeah. Someone assaulted yeah. Rick Moranis in New York. Yeah. What kind of low life piece yeah. of shit cocksucking bastard <laughs> attacks Rick Moranis? So that was a yay. <laughs> I will maybe. Oh my god! What is wrong with you people? It's, it's all right. It's the beginning is very slow, and I wish, I wish that the ending is good, but I wish that they would have done more with Vinny. You know. Okay. Elaine. Uh, my favorite character is Vinny. With <laughs> three in a row. With special mention to Joan Cusack, she's great in this movie. I don't always like her in everything, but she's really good in this. I really liked her in Weird Science. My least favorite character is Crystal, because she's the shittiest cop in all the tribes. <laughs> she's no officer superior. She's yeah, the shitty, true. and I really... <laughs> Very few are. <laughs> I really hate this kind of cop portrayal, where she's supposed to be a cop, but she's so incompetent and doesn't seem to care about any of the law and or order. She's like, but he's cute. Yeah, no, I really hate that. This is how they portray men, too, in movies. 
Mm-hmm. Where they, oh, yeah. you know, it's the amazing, yeah. beautiful thing, and all of a sudden it's you're dumb. fucking stupid. It is dumb. Yeah. My favorite scene is all, when Vinny teaches Barney the merengue. Mm. It's so great. It's just fantastic. There's some good ass grabbing. My um, favorite line is, and it's always been my favorite line for forever, arugula. I haven't had arugula in six weeks. What's that? It's a vegetable. I always laugh. It's always funny. I love that. My favorite tertiary object is, I don't know if anybody else notices, but uh, the bed set in Vinny's bedroom. I didn't notice. It's oh, white lacquer bed furniture. is awful. Yes. Not the, not the bedding, so, but the bed itself. <laughs> okay, well, let me finish. It's so very similar to our bedroom set that we bought in Italy, mm. only it's white with the... And it's even a similar shape. Mm. It made me very just nostalgic for being in Italy where every single fucker on the planet had that lacquered furniture. <laughs> that She's not wrong. And we saw the scene that was like, whoa, that's a bed. <laughs> that's a very, someone that it goes right on. <laughs> a very Italian kind of a thing and like actual Italian, not American Italian, but and right. also a very 90s thing, that lacquered furniture. But it made me also true. nostalgic. Um, I'm going to gave this movie because it's a good time. It's a, it is a good time. It's in a, I mean... It's not, it's it's kind of a little bit of a parody and poking fun at the mob, but it's got a lot of heart and it's good. It's, you should, it's like the schooner tuna of movies. It's just a fun, it's a movie that you watch and it makes you happy. Like, what's wrong with that? Nothing. All right. Well, my favorite character surprise is also Vinny. It's more for Vinny. Well, I thought you were going to go with Barney Cooper's No, movie. he killed it in this movie. Barney was great in this as well, but mm-hmm. Vinny just killed it. This is a very good cast My all least favorite character is... Margaret, Barney's wife. Yes, yeah, she, she leaves her husband for a ball player that she was having an affair with. She's terrible at her job too. That's true. Yeah. Uh, my favorite scene is the first merengue scene. The whole thing. It was great. Uh, my favorite object, tertiary object, is the Happy Thanksgiving sign in the police station. So as Barney is taking Vinny out the first time, mm-hmm. he stops and get his his stuff from Crystal. And Crystal had a mint sitting on her desk, and Vinny just oh, grabbed shit. it and put it in her mouth. And you uh-huh. see that, and the sign is behind. Um, Steve Martin, as Joe Cusack grabs his face and says, spit that out, spit that out, get us back to this woman. You see a happy Thanksgiving sign. And I picked this as my Thanksgiving movie, and that's why I picked that. <laughs> All right, and my favorite Surprised part? it wasn't smoking and or cassette tapes. Yeah. <laughs> no, because this was Thanksgiving. Phone theme. books. <laughs> <laughs> and my, yeah, it's got to be the pricing gun, because I love those. Oh, things. there you go. <laughs> um, we have one at work. My line is, it's dangerous for you to be in the frozen food section. Why? Because you could melt all <laughs> This stuff. It's a great line. You guys are missing his face when he says that, too. <laughs> My name's Todd. That's Italian for extra special. Those lines never, never fail. Never. Uh, and I'll yay it because I love this movie. It's a good time. It is a good um, time. So, yeah, there's that. Carly? All right, please find us on Facebook.com slash The Underappreciated Movie Podcast, on Twitter at Podcast, on Instagram at Podcast Dogs. You can email Podcast at gmail.com. I feel like it's been a long time since I said that. (laughs) Unlike Tony, you don't need a note. Yeah. (laughs) Follow us on Facebook. All right, so listen to us next week. On the podcast. For Tony's pick. 2001's. 2001's 13 Ghosts. Happy uh, Thanksgiving. Not 1960s 13 Ghosts? No, no, how is this a Thanksgiving movie? It isn't. No. Because we're I thankful it's about that we get to watch it. Yeah, there you go. Family. 
stabbing. They carve up some turkeys. We're thankful that this is a horror movie with, uh, what's her name, where she doesn't die by carrot? This. Shannon Elizabeth. Shannon Elizabeth. She doesn't die by carrot. Oh, God. 